0: You're listening to Podketeers.
1: Welcome to episode 346 of Podketeers. This is part two of the armchair Imagineering episode that we did as we came up with ideas to plus up one of our favorite attractions, the Haunted Mansion. The original recording of this episode was pretty long, so we decided to split it up and this one picks up right where the last one left off. We'd love to hear your thoughts on our ideas, and we'd love to hear yours. Join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers, or you can join us on our new Discord server. You'll find the link in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com slash 346. Our podcast's official charity team, Team Boat Willie, will be participating in more events this year to help our community, including events like the Chalk Walk to help raise money for the Children's Hospital of Orange County. For more information on the event that we're currently participating in or will be participating in next, check out teamboatwilly.com for more information. Before we kick off part two of this episode, we'd like to send a special thank you to the FGP Squad, aka our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their monthly support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. Being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks like access to our monthly happy hour calls, additional discounts on gear, additional content. So if you would like more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, head on over to podcateers.com com fgp and as always a very very special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support uh okay it's time to get part two of this episode started thank you all for listening uh if you're new to the podcast welcome to the Podketeers family we hope you like what you hear this is episode 346 of podcateers Uh, so now we're up the staircase Uh, now we're right in front of the endless hallway can we agree that we somehow need a night animatronic here that moves again
2: yes (laughs) that was one of the greatest things about the Haunted Mansion anniversary party is that they brought back the cast member in a night suit Um, I don't think we should do that uh, necessarily um, because, you know, whenever you've got a cast member change out, that gets a little weird, because they're not going to be there for the whole opening hours of the park. Um, yeah. So I agree. Anim- animating that suit of armor in some way, and it could even be subtle. You know, it doesn't have to be a big, like, flamboyant move, but even if the whole thing just, like, shudders, and you hear all of it rattle, you know, all of a sudden, yeah. like even something small like that could make a big difference. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in my notes... <laughs> Oh, I'm so morbid. Um <laughs> <laughs> so I thought immediately of the body that the the person that's coming out of the casket mm-hmm. and I thought why don't we just have an animatronic skeleton just trying to literally get out of the casket and kind of open it up a little bit more. Um I mean that would kind of pick up the creep factor just a little bit sure. just <laughs> besides the handsome like when you said the night be v- animated, I was like animate the body too
2: <laughs> yeah heck yeah i mean even just a it. head turn like if it turned and looked at yeah. the Doom Buggy. Yeah. you know maybe you had some glowing eyes inside it or something um i i think that would be great um you know opposite him on the other side of the corridor you could have another portrait of master gracie you know it could be another continuation of that idea right there yeah um but that that little vignette that is the endless corridor is still my favorite scene in the mansion. It's so simple. It's so well-designed. It's just a beautiful little short moment that you get. But I love it. I in that I anticipate looking around that corner and looking down that corridor every single time I ride. And I wouldn't change much else about that.
1: How do you feel about the bride being the one that's holding the candelabra in the Phantom Manor version? And do you think it would make sense to maybe have Master Gracie, if we're getting the portrait version of him talking, what if he kind of looks down the hallway and then he kind of disappears and he was the one that was holding the candelabra walking through the mansion?
2: I mean, that could be interesting if it's pulled off well. Um, I love the idea of, not being able to see who's holding the candle or whether or not it's somebody at all. Like if it's just a floating candelabra, I don't know. Um, I I think all of those ideas could work. I haven't seen the version with the bride um, in whatever version of the mansion you said it was. Um, So I I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen that one, but I do kind of, or even if uh, maybe he looks down and beckons to the bride and the bride appears you know like they could be mm. like communicating back and <laughs> forth cuz they're supposed to be associated right
1: yes yeah
2: so maybe then or you know he could say something like i mean at this point we have to change the narration though cuz if we're if we're using him as the ghost host and he's just mouthing the words then at that point we have to cut in and and we have to use somebody else's voice and i don't know if we want to get into that you know what i mean i mean if we're
1: updating it why wouldn't we <sighs> It's an extra it's line or so two. Classic. If it's going to add context, I
2: think it's Yeah, but it's can cool. you match that voice? That voice is perfect. I think you can do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Auto-tune exists. I think you can get <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh,
1: I mean, the Phantom Manor one, I think, is done pretty well. I'll send you a link. Uh, if you haven't, had the opportunity to watch the ride through of Phantom Manor, I strongly suggest that you watch it. Um, I, I feel like Phantom Manor took a lot of the things that were missing from our Haunted Mansion and they're like, you know what, we should have added this to begin with. And they kinda <laughs> added a lot of that to Phantom Manor. Nice. Um, But yeah, I, I I like what they did with their Endless Hallway. But I I get what you're saying, like I do the mystique of not having anything there and just having the candelabra floating, mm-hmm. that's so appealing. And if we add the Master Gracie portrait and the ghost host is synced up to that, like I, yeah, that actually might work better mm-hmm. than, than adding something there. Yeah,
2: because it's one of the only areas of real mystery in the yeah. mansion. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else yeah. is pretty much overtly shown to you. Except for that and I guess there's some mystery around the seance, but really that's the one thing you're like, Ooh, what's that? What's going on there? Like you yeah. don't know. All
1: right, you've convinced me. I, I don't cool. want to touch that part. All right, cool. Thank you. You're you're right. It it is <laughs> kind of awesome the way that it is. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'm gonna move on from there.
2: All right. Conservatory time.
1: Um, You know, I I didn't really add or want to change too much about the coffin other than maybe adding some sound effects in the background where like maybe people were crying or, you know, give it, you know, that illusion that other people like the other ghosts were like there with them. I don't mm-hmm. know. Or maybe that's too morbid considering our situation this year. Scratch that. I'm taking <laughs> that out. Um, Are you serious?
0: I'm the one asking for a body to come out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I, I don't know. This year, maybe it's going to put a weird spin on that part. But it's true. Uh, I didn't really want to add too much to this one. I think mm-hmm. it's a pretty decent scene on its own. I did want to change some stuff in the hallway, though. Uh, and I think this is where you started changing like some of the portraits and stuff, right, Gavin?
2: Yeah. I've also got a couple changes that I'd like to do in that conservatory Uh, room scene as well. Um, I I do like um, Mel's idea of adding a little more animation to the um, coffin, but uh, I do like it as it is. I I think maybe um, some updated sound effects or even some fog spilling out of it or something uh, would be cool. But this is the first area that brings up a, a real character or prop element that I truly dislike um, that could definitely use some modernization. And that is we see the first um, black crow in this area and they just look so old and terrible to me. They're just in <laughs> awkward poses that don't look natural and bird-like. They're not very animated. And I feel like what they've done in with animatronics since that time have shown us that they can do much, much better. So I would love to have the crows be updated, be much more animated with a wing flap or, you know, the way that their heads move and their beaks move. I don't necessarily feel it's super effective to give them red glowing eyes. Um, I I don't know. I I could kind of go either way on that, but I don't know. Having the crows look more real, I think would be, Really awesome. And we see several more crows throughout, which I will mention every time. Update that crow. Uh, the other <laughs> thing I would do is this gives us another view to the outside, you know, through those conservatory glass windows, which are beautiful. I love the idea of this area. And I'm thinking here we could get a real animation of a storm kind of like what you get in the grand canyon diorama now of the the train yeah where it's just this amazing effect that they create of this thunderstorm over the grand canyon which is beautiful and i think they could do something like that like a nighttime storm behind that glass with, you know, sound effects and whatever, and I think it could look really awesome. You could even have rain coming down and hitting that glass and <gasps> having that sound effect Ooh. and that ambiance right there would be really cool. So, that's what I would do. I would I would I would add some animation behind there. I'd fix the crow and give that area a real element of, you know, dynamic movement.
0: I wouldn't have thought of the rain. That yeah. is cool and especially like not just Regular generic rain, but just little by little, you'll see like one drop or two, like yeah. something to kind of draw. Well,
2: yeah, and because those windows kind of punch out and then go down yeah. you know, like that conservative, like the rain's going to be hitting that top surface. So like hearing it, I think will be a really visceral kind of thing uh, that you could experience. I think that could be really neat.
0: And that would connect the windows that we see in the um, in the corridor. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I
1: like. <laughs> and now for the ASMR portion of the haunted
3: mansion.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, awesome, man! I, I love that idea. I yeah. huh. okay, then I'm changing. I do have an idea for this. Uh, I, I'm kind of skipping ahead, but and I want I want to take an idea from the Walt Disney World version and kind of the Phantom Manor version, but. I like their piano scene way more than our piano scene in the in the attic oh so I would like to see the piano added to the conservatory and playing a song for the coffin
2: interesting yeah. okay so you would
1: see the ghost playing there versus the attic and I understand that in the attic it plays a part for the bride, but mm-hmm. I mean, you could have that music without the... Or maybe you could have another one. Like, you can have a really nice piano in the conservatory and the one that's up in the attic looks dilapidated.
2: Or we don't copy Disney World. We do something similar but different. What if you have, like... A ghost cello, and you just see the bow. Oh, yes, yes,
1: yes,
3: yes.
2: Playing a haunting tune. Yes.
3: <laughs>
2: yes. That'll that fit is awesome. better in that area, too, because that's a kind yes. of a small area.
1: All right, I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. Ooh, yeah, cello and a couple of violins.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's a fun idea because they could look like they're just floating around oh. playing. You're speaking to my heart right now. (laughs) Ah,
1: yes. Sweet. I'm like (laughs) 357.2% on board with this.
2: (laughs) I like it. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, Do it again. (laughs) Say the music thing. (laughs)
2: Uh,
1: Okay. So heading down that hallway, Mm -hmm. uh, I have to be completely honest about this. (sighs) This area kind of bothers me because I love the wallpaper and everything, but it just looks so old and run down that I have an idea that this is kind of the beginning of the transition from like the living world to, you know, the, the ghostly world and Leota is kind of like the pivot point, right? Like it's kind Mm -hmm. of the cusp of it and then it kind of goes into that other world and I don't know. I think you can update the wallpaper, make it look nicer. Um, I think the portraits themselves, uh, I had this idea of changing them all out to lenticulars. And the lenticulars could be the Imagineers that worked on the attraction. Oh, that's and awesome. Some yes. former Imagineers. <laughs> uh-huh. And they could use the technology that they have in Memento Mori, where they, it's like the. the human face and then it's kind of the ghoulish face Yeah, and you can kind mm-hmm. of add portraits of all of those along the mansion and every time there's a new Imagineer that works on it like their portrait gets added to this area Ooh, um, I like it so that would be one definite change I would want to see there uh, and then you know how when you're well, let, rounding before,
2: before you get to your next idea let's, let's talk about the portraits for a minute because I, sure. I have other sure. ideas about the portraits and I think they can all work together Oh right on! Cool. Um, So I love all of the like screaming, like horrified face ghost portraits that are in this corridor. I think they're great. Mm -hmm. Um, They're hilarious. But there's only like three or four, and then they're repeated, right? So I'd like there to be a little more variety, or if it's those three or four, have them animated and jump from frame to frame and actually like (gasps) scream, right, and do like something that you know, or like gasp or say boo or something you know like and and then there's some more dynamism to it you know and if in between these you've got these portraits of the imagineers that just slowly change as you go by to a ghostly form you add those two things together and all of a sudden those walls come alive right yes yeah. so i like that i also i i love what you said about the wallpaper because i would also add vibrancy to that wallpaper because we see better versions of it like in print and on like like melissa's background right now is a great example yeah. um, she's got the wallpaper in her zoom background and, you know, those rich purples that we associate with it, you don't see in that corridor. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'd love mm-hmm. to amp that up, whether it's through lighting or through actual pigmentation. But those eyes need to blink. We need to have yes. like creepy blinking <laughs> eyes in the wallpaper and maybe even moving mouths. So maybe we remove every, you know, so often we remove one of those decorative faces and instead of it being printed there, we project it, and that one's animated. I love that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and just for the funny factor,
1: on the opposite side, one has googly eyes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Dude, I love, I love that. If we had larger portraits to jump around like the way that you're talking about and then all the little ones are the Imagineers, mm-hmm. uh, I think your idea would work so well in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for for the tiny lenticulars, I even thought about uh, – remember when Disney had the uh, contest to be the 1,000th happy haunt? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. they did like the stay overnight in the mansion. Like they have all these different contests. hmm When I was thinking about this, I thought, what if they hold a contest and your portrait goes up in that corridor as a lenticular, right? Or they have something where it's like every... Ten thousandth person that gets their portrait at Memento Mori theirs makes it up in that hallway or something like that. Yes. Like make it oh. make it like a playable thing where you could somehow end up being a piece of mansion history. And yeah. then I thought, well, what if they just made it a contest where it's some kind of golden ticket idea? Which led me to, damn it, we need a haunted mansion cereal. Disney, <laughs> get on that. We need a haunted mansion themed <laughs> cereal, and inside. Instead of getting, like, little hitchhiking ghosts and Leotas and stuff, one of the prizes is a little toy camera. And that camera, when you look inside of it, like those old school, like, viewfinder things, Mm -hmm. inside is a message that says, congratulations, you're in the hallway. And then you, like, redeem it, and then your lenticular goes up in the hallway. Boom! Boom! marketing campaign you're welcome Disney.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like it <laughs> well I think we could make room for um, bigger and more portraits by removing a couple of the doorways in this hall um, oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I like the idea behind them um, I don't know how much value they add really I think we could I think there's five maybe six total doors I think if we drop it out down to maybe two or three and we kind of amp up the effects that they're trying to pull off with those, uh, maybe instead of having one just bulge out, maybe we actually have it splinter out and and look like a little more extreme. Um, You know, that could be cool. But that's a way we could add more of the portrait idea into this area and, and give it some of that life we want to give it. Yeah, I like that. Because uh, there was something
1: else that I wanted to add to this hallway, uh, and I'm debating whether or not to put it where I originally wanted or if we should put it where the grandfather clock is. You could tell me what you think, but you, uh, as you're rounding the corner, you know right underneath where they normally have the man-eating wreath?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So right underneath that area, they have a portrait of the hatchet man. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yes. right next to that there's like a little end table and stuff like that with just like a plant and, and everything. Uh instead of having that, uh going back to the Museum of the Weird, Rolly had this really great looking aquarium with ghost fish. And I think that if you <laughs> built the aquarium with <laughs> ghost fish, you can either put it there or If we're getting rid of the grandfather clock, the 13th hour clock, and we're moving it to the main hallway, then we could put the aquarium there.
2: Yeah, yeah, that could work. I haven't seen this aquarium. You're going to have to post a picture of that because I'm not sure what that is.
0: It sounds awesome.
2: (laughs) I'll put it in
1: the blog post for the episode, but uh, I'll show it to both of you. Um, Somebody created their version of it from Rolly's concept art, this is what it looks like.
3: Oh,
2: nice. gosh.
1: So that was Rolly's concept, and that was the one that they created for the Museum of the Weird exhibit.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. But I think having something like that, mm-hmm. like in that
2: hallway, I think would just yeah. look super cool. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to have to remember this because I have an idea for another place where this could go later on. Oh, nice. Okay. I, like I want to hear that
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cool piece. Well, Isn't the, it? I mean, so are we yeah. to the end
2: of this hallway where the clock is now?
1: Well, my idea wasn't to put it where the clock is. I oh, okay. wanted to put it in place of the end table right next to one of those doors right mm-hmm. where the hatchet man is.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that could work. I like that. So after that though, it, right after that is when we get to the... 13-hour clock, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple changes I would make um, to that little spot. Uh, First of all, there's this really kind of static hand shadow that kind of just drops in front of the clock, and it looks really kind of old, and it's one of the effects that has kind of become not impressive over time so i think we could project some really animated creepy hands coming down both sides of that area like it's reaching yeah. out from behind your yeah. doom buggy like to grab your doom buggy or you uh i think that could be definitely updated to be a little more spooky um and we talked about replacing the 13 hour clock with the coffin clock which i love but my idea was actually also a Rolly Crump idea. Um, I would get rid of the thirteen-hour clock, and this is where I would add a new character to the mansion, uh, which may come up from one of you later in another plot place. But he did that cool, like candle wax man. The
1: candleman, yeah. The
2: candleman. I would love because you're you're going backwards right down that hallway, and then it mm-hmm. turns you to look at the clock. How much more impressive would it be to turn and look at Candleman right there in front of you and they could have him like just dripping with wax or like, I don't know. I don't know what he could be doing, but he could just I, I would love to see him like look like he's melting and, uh, you know, just right there in front of you, kind of the way Hatbox Ghost is where. You know, when they revealed him, it was so cool to all of us that he was so close as as mm-hmm. well as so impressive, you know? Yeah. And I think that's a good spot to have that intimate encounter with another cool character to just add to the iconic characters of that attraction.
1: Uh, so, yes, I am adding the Candleman. I figured you would. <laughs> However, that's not where I would put him.
2: Okay. Okay. I'm interested uh, to I, see where ooh. you would put him. I,
1: I do like the idea of having him there, though. Um I think we can get once I mention where I want him then we can discuss how you feel about my idea and then I guess we can decide where we think it would fit better how about that
2: okay so the other idea I had so my original idea was having like a life-size candle man standing there but what if down that hallway um you know you had little sconces down the hallway on which little candle holders were held with candles that are burning, right? But then you Mm -hmm. get to that spot and you turn around and it's a sconce with a little candle man sitting on the shelf, burning (laughs) and melting, Uh. kind of like the little ghost bride that you see at the end, like a miniature version, because sometimes small version is even creepier. So it would be kind of (laughs) cool to see him on a little shelf right there, like animated and drippy and whatnot.
1: I almost feel like we could animate, we could add more candles throughout the mansion and animate them in some way. Mm-hmm. Kind of telling the story that you're going to eventually see the Candleman.
2: Yeah. That could and be that
1: cool. that little version is kind of like the first inkling that we get of him. Like he's <laughs> beginning to materialize into, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ah, I like that Can idea. Can we <laughs> add a
0: scent to this? Like let's say, because he is a candle.
3: Cinnamon! Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
0: but I'm thinking like have a little scent like you smell like it's coming up and mm-hmm. then it's like when you see him and you're like, "Whoa." Like uh, gingerbread,
1: like bromine.
3: Yes, bromine that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that concept works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I I like the idea of adding a scent to him because uh that it's true. Like there are attractions that have certain scents associated with them. And whenever that comes up, you look forward to it, right? And if you begin to smell it before you even get there, you're like, oh, no. Ah, he's coming. Ah, he's coming. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ah, I like that. Huh. I don't know about gingerbread, though.
2: (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, no, no. no. a nod to the mansion holiday, though, that's not going to exist anymore because I say so.
1: Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Now that you pose that as a nod to Honda Mansion Holiday, I'm not. Completely against it anymore. <laughs> okay, cool.
2: Huh.
1: However, if he did smell like cherries, that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> or if he smelled sure. like orange, that'd be pretty awesome.
2: Okay, okay. Huh.
0: There you go.
1: Anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. So we're in the seance room now. Yes, we are.
0: Yes.
1: The seance room. I mean, outside of Leota, like I, you made a really great point earlier, Gavin, when we were talking about, you know, the uh, altering the Doom buggies where you said it moves you in the direction where it's kind of the cinematic view of what the Imagineers want you to see. And Leota is one of the perfect examples of that, where you're not really shaking around or anything. However, that room is straight up boring. Like, I know that there's trumpets and stuff flying and cards and everything. And it's supposed to simulate, like, her calling the spirits. But it doesn't look like that. It looks boring. And so I would like this area to resemble... I I never thought I'd be saying this, but I would <laughs> like this part to resemble the film a little more. <laughs>
2: Whoa! And you're not putting
1: I, Jennifer Tilly in it, are you? No! <laughs>
2: God I'm no! Shocked. No
1: way! What's wrong with you? Uh, what I would like to see in this area, so. The one thing I really do like about the seance scene in the Haunted Mansion movie is how when Eddie Murphy's sitting on the chair, there's all that whirly action happening behind him and there's stuff flying around. And uh, like, I would love to see that in the seance room. If they could project like this whirly effect and make the sound effects like things are just flying by you and there's stuff flying in the background and it, it looks like something's about to smack you in the face – I think that would be a really great way to animate that room and hide some of the stuff that they don't want you to see. Because I'm on board with like the black paint and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. man, give that room some life. You know, if yep. <laughs> like, how am I supposed to believe that Madame Leota is calling the spirits if like it doesn't look like she's doing jack? Yeah, yeah,
2: and, I agree.
0: Oh, I'm I'm so excited. You 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 confused me at first when you said the movie, and I was like, wait, where's <laughs> <it> going. <laughs> But you and I have like kind of the same, similar idea, where this is where the doom buggy first comes into play, where it's clear on the top part because I, seance, bring them out, bring. Actually, I should say this first. I kind of want to be the. I want this to be a showroom, which is weird because it, it has to work with the next idea I have. So. Um, which is weird, yeah, I know it's it's constantly moving, but for today it's a seance, so basically, for her, I would love to see dramatic dramatic lighting um long ago, we had the um the ghost that was forming mm-hmm. and you know have that, but I want that kind of thing all over, like all over materialize them bring mm-hmm. them out and this is going to be crazy but yeah we have like the trumpet and stuff make it really move around
2: like yeah yeah I agree it's
0: nuts and whatnot but um the only thing I would change would be her incantations but um have them longer have them longer like kind of stretch them out a little bit longer um I love them but I'm pretty sure with technology and using you know Eleanor Audley's voice because it's kind of hard to get her voice somehow make these a little bit longer it'll kind of be like um well it's like memorizing a new script and it'll get us exciting for the next trip so that's another thing too is just it's not so repetitive as well
2: I like that idea because as it is now, when you make that circuit around, you almost hear her entire thing and you hear all the noises and you kind of see all the things that are going to happen. But if they made each one of those a little more of an event and you really Mm -hmm. only got to see one in the time you were going through there, uh, it would be, yeah, I agree, it would be a little more interesting because you wouldn't know which one you were going to get every time. I kind of like that idea. That's that's good. And the extension of
1: each one to make them longer doesn't necessarily have to be, like, more script. It could be something as simple as adding the words, rise, rise, you know, at the end. And you could use the same pattern for one of X amount of however many of these Mm -hmm. that you create. And going with the worldly effect that i was talking about as it begins Mm -hmm. to stop you see the ghost behind her just kind of floating up behind her like projected on the wall and that's Mm -hmm. when like every time she says rise there's like a bunch more ghosts that are projected in the background
3: yeah
2: yeah i like that so uh a, a lot of these ideas really kind of play well with uh my ideas for this room as well um This is the area that I want to just absolutely cover in fully absorptive black paint and create a real ethereal void of a space. This is actually the place that I would also add an element to what the Doom Buggies can do. And I want to make it feel like you're also floating through this space, just like these spirits and things that she's summoning. So. Kind of similar to like the Winnie the Pooh ride when you go into the water and it just starts to kind of mm-hmm. gyrate yeah. a little bit in a really smooth kind of motion. Something similar to that, whether you add just like a physical ripple to the floor or if you add some sort of hydraulics to the doom buggy itself that kind of makes it sway back and forth a little bit, uh, will add to this effect. But basically if you create this black void and then what I would also like to do is with any of the physical objects, which I do like the props that are in there, like the trumpet and the lamp floating above the table and the, the tambourine, but mm-hmm. they have to be lit externally. And I think a lot of that ambient light that they're using in there sometimes reveals the wires that are they're hung mm-hmm. from, and it kind of loses yeah. the effect. And also they're not very animated. So the first change I would make is have them illuminated from within, so they, like, glow, so they look ethereal, and they're not, like, projected upon. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, add some... Like, they should swoop through the scene or something, you know, like, swoop by and make their noise. They shouldn't just be hanging in space twirling, right? Like, I think they should come out of the blackness, illuminate, and swoop through really quickly. Um, And, I yeah, I want to see Leota's magic. So, like... You know, in the uh, World of Disney store, in the back cash register area, how they've got the ink and paint display with all the jars and paint. And you see Mm -hmm. the the pixie dust appear and it flies through all the paints and it flies to one of the portraits and that becomes animated. Mm -hmm. I want to see something like that, you know, obviously make it more haunted or spooky. But I want to see magic come out from her seance table and... You know, hit a corner of that room, and all of a sudden, ghosts fly up the wall, you know, yes. or yeah. you know, something like almost like um uh sorcerer Mickey, just like and then a splash of ghosts come up here, and then magic flies out this way, and a splash of ghosts come up over there, you know, as she's doing these inc- incantations, and like the instrument flies through, and you hear the noise of it, and just kind of add some chaos to it because i really like that room i like the idea of it but it is the kind of slowest paced room in the mansion that you feel like okay like and it and it feels sometimes like it takes a while to get around it and you know if we add some of this stuff that just makes it like hauntedness is bouncing off the walls quite literally i think that it could be a really dynamic room especially if you feel like you're kind of flying through it yeah yeah and
1: I I like everything that you're saying. You're right. Like All these ideas fit so well because, like I said earlier, th- this is basically the point in the mansion where the spirits finally materialize. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, the ghost yeah. host tells us that as you're yeah. leaving the seance room. Yeah. And to not have any of that
2: shown to you, just...
1: It's yeah. disappointing.
2: Also... There's a terrible crow on Leota's chair and it <laughs> needs to be updated. Yes. <laughs> Let's animate that crow. <laughs> yes. Do you think
1: it'd be too Twilight Zony if you add a bunch of black and a bunch of stars that kind of animate into the magic? Or
2: Yeah, I don't think that quite works for me. Um, that is going to be uh, a bookmark for the graveyard scene.
1: All oh, right on. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, I love all of this. Uh, let's move on to the ballroom scene.
2: Let's do it. So yeah. I had a thought as we move into the ballroom scene, there's that short little hallway. And for a moment, when you leave Leota, you're kind of just looking at a wall with not much on it. It's basically wallpaper. That may be the next great spot to plant another portrait of Master Gracie and see him say a few words before you turn and see the swinging wake. Yeah. That's the yeah, you're right. That is the perfect spot for that.
1: Because that's exactly what he's leading you into and if it's mm-hmm. just that line that he's lip-syncing to, yeah, then boom, you're done.
2: Yeah, I agree. Also, um it seems inevitable that whenever the mansion ride stops or pauses, uh for whatever reason, that is the spot I'm always in. Looking at that blank wall, I, I can hear Leota to my Aww. right, I can hear the swingy wake to my left. I'm there every Time. <laughs>
1: I I feel like I I get teased and I always stop like two doom buggies away from the yeah Hatbox that's ghost. the
2: other place yeah that's the other place or two after two or, before, two, or two after, after yeah. yeah where you where can't it's completely
1: see blocked yeah somehow the the attraction oh, yeah. hates me <laughs>
2: I I totally agree All right the ballroom scene uh
1: so if. Okay, so the ballroom scene I think is one of the toughest scenes, especially if we wanted to plus up the way that it is right now because I'm not sure if people know this, but there's a giant 40-foot piece of glass right in front yep. of you that goes from mm-hmm. the ceiling all the way to the floor, and the the ghosts that are dancing in the ballroom are technically underneath you. As mm-hmm. you're going through that attraction, and the Pepper's Ghost effects happens from down there. Yeah, um, not
2: just technically underneath you; they're actually um, underneath they're actually <laughs> underneath you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. You're <laughs> they right. are. Yeah. And um, the ones on the upper level are above you. Are above like you? Story. Right. Yeah.
1: So, if there was any change that I would like to see here is figure out a different way to pull off that effect. Because I would love the doom buggy to go through the ballroom so that you actually are a part of the dancing and you're a part mm. of the dinner and you see more of the actual room because uh, it's it's at a height where when you're looking down, like you can kind of see everything, but I feel like you would get so much more out of that scene if you were a
2: part of it and not just observing it. That's yeah. interesting because from a cinematic standpoint I love the change in perspective that that scene gives you because every other scene you're on eye level with throughout the entire rest of the ride and so I love the idea that you've got things you can look down upon and then up to as well so to me that scene really works I I really enjoy the fact that you've got that variation in elevation that you're experiencing Um, it may be interesting if they could find a way to float you out into that room on that same level and maybe bring <laughs> you back or mm. if they changed the track to look like there was like maybe an upper walkway because you know there's that stairway that comes yeah. up yeah. to the back maybe if they extended the track around and they, they toured you around the perimeter of it on an upper level maybe but then you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to get that effect from all four sides so I don't I'm know actually, if that would be possible either
1: I actually (laughs) dig that idea, though, because it they could add additional effects or just uh, additional portion of the wall where the glasses and the Pepper's Ghost is right now. And if they swing you back around, you're still in the scene. Right. But then Mm -hmm. you kind of dip down into it and then you raise yourself back in to get back into the attic section of it. And Mm -hmm. the the thing I really like about doing that is that it makes you feel like you're more of the ghost that they wanted you to feel like at this point on the doom buggy. So by Mm -hmm. going up through and kind of floating through the scene on the doom buggy, like you're basically in the thick of it.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Here comes Mel with, um, breaking that window. (laughs) That glass is gone. (laughs) So, um, Ooh, this is going to be crazy. All right. Um, Doom Buggy. So gyroscope technology. In my head, it works. <laughs> what, I'm seeing, <laughs> what I'm seeing is from the seance room is we are going to just glide down to the bottom of the, <laughs> the ballroom. But I love how Luigi's uh, Rollick and Roadsters is. So I kind of was like, what if we were to just float down forward and we see everything happening? We see the ballroom, we see the dancers and the top never existed, but we get to see everything. And what if at the same time we float down and we start getting into the motion of the dance along with the dancers yes and at the same time you do get to see everything that's like um everything that's above us that's cool leave it the way it is it's i mean i love how feeling like they that room gives you the feeling of you see everyone Mm -hmm. you know besides the graveyard scene But what if you're just down there, you're doing, you know, the little automatic dance. But at the same time, you're cruising through Mm -hmm. the ballroom scene. And then at the end, you kind of cruise back up.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. To go
0: into the attic. I think that
2: for both your ideas, um, this is where we get into uh, enlarging or extending the show building. Because I think your ballroom has to be much bigger in order to accommodate these ideas. I also think that some other things have to be redesigned because the Pepper's ghost effect is purely based on calculated perspective. So changing elevation, like as you go down, you're either Mm -hmm. gonna see those ghosts above disappear or appear once you get down, because you're gonna have to align it to a certain perspective, right? right? So either you have to do a new effect or the Pepper's Ghost effect will only be effective if you're up or down. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm sure there's different ways, technology and whatnot, but...
2: I mean, there's holograms, but they're not... I don't yeah. know how practical they are in a setting like that yet. I don't know. Then you got to get R2-D2 in there, and it's just going to ruin <laughs> the <laughs> ambiance. Oh, that's what we need. A Star Wars overlay yes, for the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Why did we, Okay, start over. Start over. All right, back to the beginning, back to the beginning. The, the beginning. Is Tatooine. So we and... start in the garden <laughs> with
1: an X-wing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I get what you're saying. Uh I I the, it would need some major restructuring, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, if this is blue sky, I, I would yeah. so, I don't care how it happens. Like I think for me it's just somehow becoming a part of the scene instead of just observing it from the top. That's kind of where I stand on the whole thing.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um, Again, I really feel strongly that the, the thing that makes that scene so dynamic as compared to the other scenes is that change in perspective that you're kind of looking over a balcony at this party and you're looking up at the vaulted ceilings to see other things happening for me, the only things I would update is I would make the ghosts more animated, more animatronic, like, movement, and I would update some Ooh. of the effects um, yeah. in the, the lighting and the contrast and the... You know, I would use I'm using this black paint all over the place. I would really utilize the black paint on the <laughs> rigging for some of those ghosts, especially the ones that are flying in and out of the upper windows yeah. in a circle. You oftentimes can see the rigging that's holding those and that, you know, blows the effect a little bit. So I would employ some of that. But, um, you know, I would update the portrait ghosts in that scene that are doing the duel um because they don't really line up with the frame perfectly and the way that they're animated it just kind of looks really like not very well animated you know it's really stiff and they just kind of turn and their guns kind of drop and i don't know it it doesn't really work that that one's the kind of weakest one for me so i would do some little tweaks to to those things but I think as a whole, like, that is one of the perfect spots in the mansion. And I understand the impetus to want to get down there and get in that action. Like, that makes perfect sense to me. But I think as, (laughs) like, just a scene, I love the fact that you're in that middle level with stuff stuff happening above and below you.
1: Okay. I just had a thought right now. And I think it it will not only... Uh, help me get what I want but also (laughs) I understand where you're coming from because the more that I'm thinking about it I, I understand and I agree with what you're saying about the vantage point so what if we updated the dancing animatronics to be more fluid like Belle and the Beast are on the squishy new squishy eyes.: And well, not just the squishy eyes, but the actual <laughs> dancing and moving and the fact that right. their legs are swaying, and you know there's actual dancing, not spinning going on, right? You use mm-hmm. that technology for them, but we make it so that as they're dancing, they're kind of floating and they disappear as they get higher. So they become more and more opaque as they're flying. They're kind of dancing into the air and disappearing.
2: Ooh, interesting. That could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, If the ghosts change elevation, that's amazing. I got to break in here real quick. Um, So... Uh, your little diffuser that you've got going in your room right now, Hazen, yeah. it let out a puff right next to you, and I okay. just had chills because I thought there was a ghost in your room. Nice. I it, saw it too. You saw it? Oh it's my like gosh. It's like in the corner. It started like puffing in toward you, and I was like, oh my gosh, what is that? It's coming to get me. <laughs> That's Sorry, funny. I just had to mention that. It's hilarious. That's funny. Uh, but I love your idea uh, of having them change elevation, you know, and, and I think I think that's great. Uh, if they can pull that off with the same um, effectiveness that the um, Pepper's Ghost effect currently has, then I am all for that idea. I love it.
1: I feel like it. I mean, look, I'm I'm not speaking from an engineering standpoint, but knowing a little about how the Pepper's Ghost effect works, uh, I I feel like it's just a matter of taking the models and then somehow getting them to spin up into darkness Mm -hmm. or dim the lights for each one as they're kind of going up so that they actually look like they're dancing up into the air and then as they dance a new couple appears at the bottom like it's lit from you know what i mean yeah so Mm -hmm. i'm sure that there's ways to do it um there are limitations obviously because of the angle that the glass has to be in and the angle that it has to be lit from. But mm-hmm. like you said, there's holograms, there's projections, <laughs> there's all sorts of things that we VR can use goggles. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. VR goggles, <laughs> um, the haunted mansion presented by the void. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's tons of ways to do it, but I, I would love to see that. And then, the, the the other change that I would kind of like to see is I feel like the organ player is too far in the corner where you just barely get a glimpse of him like I want to see him pushed a little further into the scene so that at least while you're pulling back you kind of see him a little longer mm. um, and I'm speaking selfishly from a photographer standpoint where damn <laughs> it that's a difficult photo to get because you kind of get rushed out of that corner So, purely from a selfish point. What if
2: you just switch the organ with the fireplace on the other side? Would that work
1: better? No, because I I feel like the organ player goes with the dancers.
2: Oh, you're right. You're right. So,
1: I I feel like it's in the right spot. I just think it's too far in the scene. Like, it needs to be pushed further out towards the dueling
2: portraits and that part of the staircase. Um, of note on that fireplace the hearth above the fireplace is the creepiest ghost in the entire mansion I think it looks like a little boy to me and he just appears perched on that little hearth and every time I see him I get a little chill he creeps me out (laughs) I'd have to go back and and look at it it's the very first like if you are just like looking at that blank wall and then it turns you to look at the ballroom you look straight down on top of the fireplace appears a little boy ghost and it creeps me out yeah, every time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I have a vague recollection of what it looks like. I'm probably gonna have to watch a video, but I I don't I remember <laughs> the shape. I don't remember like the face or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I like those. Maybe it's yeah. it's the little boy that they say haunts the mansion. Maybe. Huh. be cool (laughs) okay so now we are into the attic scene yes here in that little hallway where we're spinning from the ballroom maybe it's Uh another place for a Master Gracie portrait
2: Uh, yeah it could be
1: you know a couple of little plants and then a Master Gracie portrait and you get a little bit more of the story
2: although does he say anything in that section I don't think he does he talks about the swinging wake, but then it just goes in and you hear the um, the bridal march and you hear the bride. You don't hear him in that section, so that may not make sense. Hmm, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. attic.
1: I'm, I mean, look, you can add some more decor there. Either way, you know, you, you can always use of a little course. bit more to spruce that mm-hmm. up because it is kind of just dark. But yep. um, okay, so the attic. Uh, As you enter the attic directly in front of you, there's a bunch of clutter. And I don't mean on the right-hand side where the hatbox ghost used to be. I mean towards the left-hand side in that back Mm -hmm. corner. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to remove some of that clutter and peeking out from behind everything would appear a full-size version of the Candleman who lights up and the attic lights up along with it. So it's completely dark until the Candleman... The, un, until the flames of the candleman ignite and lights up the attic.
2: Interesting. So are you removing remo- the story of the bride in no, this section? No. Oh, it plays okay. along with it. Oh, so okay. here's the
1: thing. The bride character as it exists is not great. Uh, I Correct. One, it just looks freaky. And not like a scary freaky, just like plastic surgery gone wrong freaky. And <laughs> Like, I feel like there's so many better versions of the bride animatronic on other attractions that I think we could bring some of that here and give her a dynamic pose where it doesn't look like she's, like, you know, just in the same stiff position the whole time. Like, give her some Mm -hmm. movement. Give her a dynamic pose. You could have the piano playing in the background because... The, the piano in the conservatory that we talked about. Oh, oh, that's right. We went with the cello yeah, and cello violins. Okay, strings. so never mind. Yeah. Piano still exists here. The piano's playing, <laughs> but now you see the light of the candle off in in on the background. And here's why I think the candleman works in this area with the bride. So the mansion itself doesn't have a full story, right? It it's always right. been this mm-hmm. like hodgepodge of stories that kind of throughout time we kind of got this story of master gracie there's this captain that was out at sea and there's this bride that's kind of waiting for him and she's up in the attic waiting for him by candlelight and you know somehow like she dies because she was lonely and all sorts of stuff but you know before she became that bride she's the bride that killed all her other husbands you know so she's the black widow bride like i get it like there's those stories that go along with it so there there wasn't one definitive story for a really long time and in a way the mansion still doesn't have a full-blown story to go along with it so the reason i think the candleman works is because if she was up there by candlelight the candleman provides the candlelight for her right he illuminates the room for her And then we have the music playing and then she's off in a better position, a better animatronic. And, you know, she says something, maybe she says more than I do or I did. Like maybe she says something better or she's just crying or something like she is in the other mansions. But, um, yeah, I think that animatronic could definitely be updated. But that area is where I would add the Candleman because he serves a purpose in the Attic.
2: I got you. I like having him up there, Um, but I do like having the the kind of ride through seeing all the portraits of the husbands and them change with, you know, their heads removed. Um, So you're you're having him basically replace that first portrait on the left. No in that area
1: i I want him to be the supplemental light in the attic so that you can see the portraits and you can see the bride,
2: oh okay, so is he precedes that first portrait then on the left he's
1: behind everything
2: oh okay interesting i i I mean I want the candleman in this ride somewhere so i i I'm all for let's figure out where he goes um My fear is that this area, like, we start to have too many things in this area. That's Um, true. You do have the hatbox. That's why I liked him at the end of the hallway, because it kind of gives him his own place to shine, pardon the pun. Uh, Uh, You know, it gives him his own spot. Like, that's the one thing I felt like Hattie kind of misses out on, is he kind of barely has a spot, you know? Like, it's not real great i mean it's it's good but you only get a second with him you know and the way they turn you where i feel like that spot where the grandfather clock is they give you a little bit more of a moment to see and you're really up close so that's why i was thinking of him there but i like how you're trying to tie in the story together so that does make some sense okay Um,
1: i i I hear where you're going and i want to nix my idea now I'm going to agree with where your placement of the candleman is, because now that I've said it out loud, I, I agree with where you're going with it. Okay. So how about this? How about we put the candleman back where you said, back back where the thirteenth hour clock was, and then we move the bride to that first turn. Like you don't reveal the bride the way that it is right now. Like what if mm-hmm. we just see the bride as we're coming into the attic? And a new animatronic has some fans on it and her dress and her veil is kind of just like floating up in the air. It looks like this ghostly figure is kinda floating there and she looks like innocent, but as she turns like if as you look at her from a different angle, like you can see the sinister face kinda turning like I do Ooh. And then you turn it's like I did. You know, as you're kind of rounding the corner, and as you're yeah. finally rounding away from the attic, as you're getting away from her, then you hear, ha 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 ha, and then you turn around yeah. and you see the hatbox ghost there
2: yeah see I I do like that and I actually was going to move the bride further forward into the attic as well to give some space between those two characters so I definitely like where you're going where I was going to put her actually and I agree we need to redo her in and of herself like Mm-hmm. Not a terrible projection where even her arms are projected onto her dress. like that doesn't make any sense to me. yeah. like we have much better animatronic technology like similar to like Elsa in the Frozen attraction where like she's got really animated arms, but her face is like internally projected, you know like it it ends up being a lot more real than what we have now. So I, I think all of that could be redone. but what I would love to see, is something that's a little more cheeky, a little more, cause I I kind of feel like the bride is a little bit like pride, prideful. She's really f- kind of full of herself. So, like, she's like, she thinks she's all that, you know, like, aha, I killed all these idiots, you know, like she's kind of cocky, right? <laughs> so I yeah. would love to see her sitting on the piano. So you come around and you look down into that corner and you see her like sitting on that piano looking like she's all hot stuff. And maybe like from behind her, like she whips out the axe or something. But give her just a little sass that kind of goes along with her, the snark Mm. that I hear in her voice, you know. And I I think that kind of plays with that dialogue because I do like the lines that she says and the delivery of it like i'm fine with all that but just the cheesiness of just her standing there and just being like i did you know like i don't know it doesn't Uh work for me but if she's got that pose and she can really kind of move around a little bit and like give her shoulders a little something you know i think that would add to it and then it gives you that space between her and hattie that i think we all want um and, you know, I, I just I like the cadence of that a little bit better.
1: You know, if I, I like that idea, but if we went with the animatronic that was just standing there with like the veil and everything flying, it works on both spectrums because sure, with the if as you're approaching her from the ballroom scene in her right hand, she could have the bouquet of flowers and you see her left hand behind her And so she's at an angle where all you see is this bride and this like heavenly vision, right? It's like, I do. Mm -hmm. And then she's turned slightly as you're going around the other side and you see the dripping hatchet behind her. (laughs) It's like, I did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I love it. I love how I want to go back to your, your first idea of her crying because you could really take that and make it very eerie yeah and then have it twist to where she becomes like a menacing look mm-hmm. of I'll do it again like that kind of thing yeah um, but the placement and everything perfect cuz yeah her and Hattie just they, they she kind of takes away his spotlight they crowd
2: each other a little bit yeah
0: yeah totally. I would
2: also just slightly reconfigure the track so when it turns at the piano it makes a little bit of a sharper turn. And that way you've got more of a gradual curve around that corner. So you get more time to see Hattie. Yes. You know, I want to open that curve up a little bit more, get those doom buggies right in front of you out of the way sooner so that you can see him a little bit longer because I do feel like he doesn't get enough view time with each pass. Mm -hmm. So if you Mm -hmm. don't get to at least see one transition head to box or, or box to head, like like it's a fail. And I think there are so many times when you go through that and you don't get to see the animation because you're, you're by him so fast. So I would just like to slightly reconfigure that curve so that you get to see him all the way around that curve.
1: I'm not going to disagree with that. (laughs) I'm not going to disagree. Let me ask you a question. Going back to the loading area, let's say that we added the staircase and everything. And, Mm -hmm part of what we saw wasn't maybe we do see master gracie and that's kind of where you begin to hear the ghost host for the first time and he's walking you through but then in the background you also see the bride walking from one staircase to the other right Mm. and then somewhere in the hallway or somewhere before the ballroom scene you hear somebody crying but you don't know who it is and you just kind of hear it in the background throughout the mansion like every like just really faint and by the time you get to the attic you understand that it was the bride.
2: Mm. And and not moaning Myrtle.
1: And not moaning Myrtle, yeah. <laughs> However, Moaning Myrtle would go really well in the, in the haunted mansion.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. our animated portraits are stolen from Harry Potter, so
1: I mean, look.
2: <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. I love it. Are you making any changes to Hattie's area? <laughs> no. Just slowing <laughs> down the
1: Doom Buggies so that I'm there yeah. longer to take a better picture of him, maybe.
2: Well, that's why I wanted to change the curvature of the track because you can't really slow down the Doom Buggies selectively, um, because of the omni mover system, but you can change it so that you're not obscuring his view as much. Yeah. No, um, I mean
1: it's a strange area to have put him in to begin with because technically by the time that you reach that point the the story that's supposed to go along with the doom buggy is that you're falling out of the attic like that's why the doom buggy turns around and you're backwards and you're supposedly falling you know out the window Uh, and that just means that he's kind of perched up on the roof somewhere and that's Weird.
2: Oh, I always thought that was just a, a staircase out of the attic down to the like backyard, basically. No,
1: they, th- from no. what I know, the story is supposed to be that you're supposedly falling backwards into the graveyard.
2: Interesting. And it, okay. like I said,
1: if that's the case, then Hattie's just kind of hanging around on the roof and that's just weird. So if I <laughs> did move him anywhere it would probably be where he was originally intended to be. And they could never get the effect to work. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then just put some stuff behind him so that when you're entering the attic, you don't see him, you see the bride, and then you kind of turn away or you go around the track, the extended track that you were talking about, and you see Mm -hmm. Hattie where he was supposed to be this entire time.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. Graveyard time. All right.
1: So you're now plummeting to the floor from the (laughs) attic, uh, and you see creepy trees. Uh, yeah. And another crow.
2: <laughs> yep, that crow's getting <laughs> yep. the axe, buddy. <laughs> it is getting the axe.
0: I know this would kill the the views and whatnot, but what if we went the opposite direction, going forward? And I say this as a selfish person because I've always wanted to see the graveyard like entirely, mm-hmm. like just face forward
2: from above. Yeah 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 that could be cool yeah yeah i mean we could definitely play with the configuration of the track here and give you both kind of effects where you get a little more time to view everything from above but then maybe it spirals down backwards in another direction like an s curve or something um because i i can see that i can kind of relate to that you do get a glimpse of everything from above to kind of give you a preview but then yeah you're I guess falling which i just learned today that's that's a new detail i didn't know um but yeah to me like this is one of the other areas that really falls flat for me because i feel like the um set design and the the effects when you're falling backwards are really outdated at this point Um, Like I mentioned when we were talking about the Halloween tree idea outside, everything about the mansion itself and the plants within and without are all really realistic. But those trees that we see on the outside are closer to what we see in the um, Snow White ride than they are to the rest of what this attraction is about. So I want to really up. The realism on those trees. I want it to be a real tangle of crisscross branches, like just thick with branches, right? So you can barely see the sky above. uh, Because one of the other issues is that you do see the ceiling here really pronouncedly. Mm -hmm. And so, again, Mm -hmm. I'm coating it with my famous black paint that uh, will eliminate that. Um, And we're adding realism to the trees. We're going to add a ton of realism to that damn crow uh and just really give this um a creepy you know thing like you're almost falling through a tunnel of branches um and then the ceiling which is the sky in this case um i want to put you know, like pinpoint led stars but then also Ew. we have to have a projection of a full moon up here that is is really convincing you know kind of like pirates um and I just really want it to feel like the night sky, which it, it really doesn't because if you look up at all in this scene, it's lost, you know, you, you can see yeah. ventilation, you can see things like that. It, it's pulled off much more, um, uh, effectively in the pirates attraction than it is in yeah. the mansion attraction in this one case. And so I want to really work on that sky, give it that depth, give it some stars, give it a full moon. Um, but, yeah, really this descent needs to be a little more dramatic than it is because they can't add speed, obviously. So they need to add the visual drama. And I think having that real tangle of branches that you're coming down through will add to that. Yeah,
1: uh, I definitely agree with, uh, I mean, everything that you both said. Uh, the, I, I didn't think about repainting the roof with that with that black 3.0 that you were talking about. Uh, I do like it. I didn't go with LEDs. Uh, I thought we could just add like speckles of white paint and the black light to kind of make it look like they're glowing. Could work too. One of the biggest things that I wanted to add to the graveyard scene um, are a couple of things. And it actually works counter to what you were saying. And only because I was adding to the cartooniness of the trees but now that I've kind of heard it now that I've heard your argument to replace them, I kind of don't want my idea there, but just so you know, I wanted to add Roly's mushroom people from the museum of the weird.
3: Oh yeah. And
1: they were just kind of around. Right. Uh, so I want to nix that because I like your argument about just replacing them with something more realistic because yes, it does make sense. Uh, Second, I think it's about time that Silas has some lines. I think the shivering and just kind of standing there afraid is is good. But he even if it's like a stutter, like a real actual like stutter because he can't get the words out because he's so frightened, I think is fine. But he needs something than just the look on his face now. Like, it has to go yeah. beyond that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have to add some more life to Silas.
2: Yeah, I'd agree. I think he needs to be a little more animated. Like, even if he, like, peers around the gate yes. a little bit more. Yeah. is you know, yeah. kind of frozen in fear, which is good. And you see his little knees shake, you know, quiver a little bit. But, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see him, um, you know, maybe even like a, like a shrinking back, like with an arm thrown up or something. Uh, Something a little more dramatic, I agree, would be great um, in that section. Yeah, and it
1: could be just something as simple as he's crouching forward and he's moving the lantern from side to side as the doom buggies are coming by. Like he's kind of scoping out what's happening and he could still be shivering. He could still be afraid, but he's moving back and forth. You know just observing all the stuff that's going on and he's like you know what would you
2: think about him addressing the guests saying like i wouldn't go in there it's something's crazy in there like or something like that you know like looking at the guests and like waving his hand like don't don't go any further i would not be opposed to it i think it would add to the I story would love yeah. it. <laughs> I, that could be cool because that that uh, like the host ghost or the ghost host, sorry, is addressing you. But no other element of the ride is addressing you directly. So it kind of makes sense that when we uh, I guess so, I guess she kind of is. I kind of feel like she's just up there bragging to herself. Yeah, that's but, true.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, but when we reach the first human live character, of course, he'd be like trying to warn other people. Right so mm-hmm. it might be cool if he like, is looking right at you going I wouldn't go in there if I was you
1: I like that <laughs> idea and look honestly if we could get Rolly Crump to record that audio and we use his oh. voice for it <gasps> like, that would be a great way to bring Rolly in one more time since we didn't yes. get Museum of the Weird Yeah. I yeah. 100% agree with that Yeah, one. I'm so on board with that um, <laughs> sweet Graveyard wise, so as you enter the gates of the graveyard, uh, two big changes that I would make is aside from the black paint is in the background, I want a projected horizon. Like right now, there's just kind of this drop off and then it's just dark. And realistically, that's not the way the world works, right? Like you see something kind of faint and kind of blurry in the background It doesn't have to be super sharp. It could be on a scrim in the back or something. But I want to add depth to the graveyard scene. Like that's like to me, it needs a little bit more depth. It just kind of falls flat after some of the gravestones that you see. And I understand the concept of not making something way too busy but you could spread out some of the animatronics and some of the graves and push them further in or make them smaller so that they look like they're farther away to give Mm -hmm. the illusion that there's more depth along with the projection back there so that it looks like you're really outdoors and not just some like, you know, something with a wall behind it. You know, I think that really
2: falls (laughs) pardon the pun, but it really falls flat. Um, (laughs) I agree, (laughs) and that's part of the reason I wanted to um, add darkness to the actual sky is to make it seem like it's not limited to the space in that room, uh, but to make it disappear. Um, It would be interesting if, if you had some light on the horizon, you could add some more details back there that would give it some depth perspective. I don't know if adding any light there makes sense um, based on it being a night scene. Um, It depends on how much light you wanted to add, but also in regards to the horizon, just to get a little technical, since when you're looking out at those scenes, there's a rise in elevation that goes above your line of sight. So you wouldn't actually see the horizon from there. You might see taller things in the background, like if there's mountains or hills, but I don't think you would actually see the horizon from the perspective that we get in the graveyard.
1: You know what? You're absolutely right. (laughs) That's why sometimes painting makes you a better person.
2: (laughs) But like if, if, so if we treated maybe one end of it as, um, Uh, West, you know, like the, maybe the end we come in on is West. So that area that kind of circles around that we see first to the left, like if Sally was there, we'd be looking over Sally's shoulder, right? Um, Mm -hmm. If we had a bit of a hint of like a sunset remaining twilight or something over in that area, you could have some things far off in the background, like some small trees that would give it a, a lot of depth, you know? But I think that's about all you could do in regards to that.
1: How about this? How about instead of any projections, how about instead of any more physical elements like trees and stuff like that, because it's far enough away and it doesn't have to be super sharp and visible because, you know, maybe we have more fog. Maybe there's a scrim that makes it look like there's fog just to add the depth. What about a really creepy, awesome ivan earl style painting in the background that makes it look like there's forest or something behind you or the bayou because technically (gasps) the mansion is in the bayou so what if there was a bayou looking scene behind it
2: green light stamp of approval yes yeah Uh, i love this idea (laughs) um obviously my background right now is an ivan earl painting uh so yeah i love that idea um I think we could work with that. I really do because I think you could have a great effect fading down from blackness above to Mm -hmm. maybe a dusk or twilight thing down lower on the horizon and have those Ivan Dural stylized creepy trees um, that play. See, his stuff really plays right between realism and stylized Mm -hmm. or um, fantasy, right? So, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what the mansion does. It walks that tightrope between real and fantasy. So that could really be cool. That could be a fun element. Um, I would would, um, be willing to uh, be commissioned for that work. So just let me know, Imagineering, if you want me to do that.
1: And look, I think it's the perfect (laughs) project for you because right now you're the closest thing to that style painting that I know personally. (laughs) Well,
2: thank you. Thank you. I I aspire. Yeah.
1: I mean, (laughs) I'm, you know, let's make a
2: call. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think, you know, you hit on something that I would definitely add to this area. Um, as I stated, there it's kind of a rise in elevation as you go out to the perimeter of this room. I just want to see more fog rolling down those slopes towards the doom buggies, just giving the ground an, an element of we don't know quite where it starts and stops, you know, with tombstones coming out from there and ghosts playing within the fog. Um, I just want to see more of that because to me, that's, it needs some of that in this area. Yeah. Um, and I think we need to address the animated effects in this area as well. Um, so like the gravestones, like the ones that are moving, like, you, you know, you can see the space around them in the floor and you can kind of see some of the lights through that and it, yeah, it looks a little dated I think we can deal with those transition spaces between the ground and the animated tombstone a little bit better with some rubberized you know joints or whatever Um and I would actually like to see the ghosts I, I think most of them are, are animated fairly well the ones that are moving I don't have a whole lot of problem but there's some that I would change out like I don't really know how much like the operatic soprano dressed in a Viking helmet resonates with 21st century guests. You know, there's some really kind of old timey things in there that I don't know. They're they're kind of okay, but I don't know. I, I guess I would just maybe do some other choices, you know, like you've got a mummy character in there. Um, you know, I think that's a little far fetched, but like, I don't know. I just, I feel like having some different Um, ideas come in with characters here and having them, you know, be animated, give them a little more fluidity here and there, uh, I think would help this scene feel a little bit better.
1: Okay, so I I have two more ideas to share for the graveyard. And one of them is actually bringing more characters in. Uh, As far as the the (laughs) Viking and all that stuff, the opera singer and everything. I'm not I'm not too worried about those because if they're ghosts they it's kind of showing how long they've been there to me like it just kind of shows sure. the legacy of you know you know what I mean so i'm yeah. and then going along with Walt's story about going around the world and collecting ghosts you know to give them a that's place true. to live that's true. um it, it that's not a huge thing people know about but if you kind of know a little bit of the history of the mansion and you know that little tidbit like it just kind of fits would I update Mm -hmm. them to look better absolutely but as far as the characters are concerned I'm cool with it Um, one major thing since we're talking about characters I'll jump to this one before we actually leave this area but the characters that I would add are the characters from the stretching portraits that died and the other husbands of the bride where they're like how'd she get you it's like "Ah, she got my head You know what I mean? To see, like, like
2: four guys standing around with no heads.
1: (laughs) They're all kind of standing there. It's like, oh, like, what happened? It's like, I couldn't get a head with my bride. You know? It's like, you know what I
2: mean? Just, like, adding
1: those extra characters I think would be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, like, Mm -hmm. like the three guys on the barrel, like, show them kind of exploded and the barrel underneath them just, like, gone or something. You know what I mean? Like, only half a barrel. The aftermath. Those are the characters that I would want to see in the graveyard because it brings you full circle, you sure. know, from the very beginning yeah. to the very end of the graveyard. I agree. Uh, the so, the other, I'm take. Oh, go, go ahead. No, no, I no cut go you ahead. Off. You go. Well, you no, go. this is not character related. So, if you're oh, char- okay. it's a character question, I'd rather go right now.
2: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, my last, I, well, I've got one minor idea, but also, um, the last character I would add here, this is going to be my nod to. The Nightmare Before Christmas holiday overlay. Um, I think somewhere probably in the background, something Easter eggy. We need to have zero floating around in this area um, Mm. as a little ghost joining the the wake. (laughs) Um, And that would be my nod to the holiday overlay. Um, I think it could be, you know, really unobtrusive, like because he doesn't really fit the style. So I'd want him kind of in the background. But you get a glimpse of him like floating along the horizon or something.
0: Well, then how about this? Because I had this little, little idea. So we have the pet cemetery, but why don't we bring the pets? And that would include zero.
2: That's an idea oh, as well. Yeah, okay. that's that's
0: like you just hear like the frog mm-hmm. or the cat. Yeah. Or you smell the skunk. I yeah, don't know. no, that's a great <laughs>
2: idea. I like that. Um, the other thing um, that I wanted to slightly update about this area, it's similar to the Hatbox Ghost. I love the singing busts. But I feel like you don't get to look at them enough. You know, they have you pointed out towards the graveyard and then they turn you towards the busts and then they almost instantly turn you back away from them. And I don't feel like you really get to enjoy them enough. So I would like to reconfigure how you're pointed and or the curvature of the track so that you can see them a little bit longer. You know, I'm just talking a second or two and not, you know, I don't want to sit there for five minutes looking at them, but... I feel like you get just a glimpse of them right now and I really want to look at them more than we get to do. So I w- I would change that as well.
1: <laughs> if we if they got moved um to the turn in front of the mausoleum where where they normally have spiral hill. Mhm. I I think it could work because you get them the entire time the doom buggy's going around that yeah. area.
2: Yeah. I mean it, it it really is just a matter of how long they face you that way it's not even necessarily about the track, it's just that it's uh programmed to turn you away really fast so I mean I don't even think they have to move I think they just need to turn the doom buggy toward them a little bit longer than they do, yeah, you know, yeah, I
3: get
1: you, I get you
2: and then the very last thing we see in the graveyard is another stupid crow, and we gotta <laughs> update that crow. <laughs>
1: um okay well before we leave the graveyard uh i do have one more idea that i would want to implement here and it's it's more to complete the idea that you just left this mansion there is absolutely zero visibility of a mansion in front of you behind those mausoleums where the opera singer is and stuff like that oh yeah you should i would you should see the mansion on that side and you should see some windows with some ghosts dancing inside of those windows because that's what you just came out of. So, yeah, because uh, also
2: when you're falling out of the attic, you can look to the right and see through a couple windows uh-huh. to the attic. So then if as you travel further away through the graveyard, you could be looking back at the mansion. I love yep. that idea. Yes, yes. there's yeah. just no visibility.
1: And I I, just for completionist sake, like you have to
2: see the mansion one last time. Right. I totally agree with that idea. That's yep. I never thought of that, but that's exactly right. That should already be there. Same. So, uh,
1: okay. Hitchhiking
2: ghosts. (laughs) More animation. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I agree. I want to see them really hitching. Yeah, they look like a like a Pep Boys sign right now. You
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, I mean they have so many good things that they can do
2: with projections
1: and stuff right now that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I, I get the fact that they're blink. animatronic and everything, like we, but. Yeah,
2: we could see a lot happening. Yeah.
1: I mean, I would love for that to be a full blown projection where they're animated. They interact with each other. You know, they're pushing each other around, trying to hitch the ride with you. And the one that wins is the one that you see inside of your Doom buggy with you on the mirror because they're all clamoring to be the one that jumps in. Uh, and then on the mirrors, just like at Walt Disney World. Give us some animation. Don't just give us that bobblehead looking thing. Give us Mm, a little bit of head switching and stuff like that.
2: Or as a final twist, have the ghost host be in your doom buggy and he's mouthing the final words. Oh, yes. Nice.
0: (laughs) Okay, perfect. Because I was going to say, why don't the ghost just talk to you and you hear them in your doom buggy? So, perfect.
1: (laughs) I mean, it would look weird (laughs) that if you look over at somebody else's doom buggy, they also have the ghost host in there. I could get well, past it. Well, I think
2: maybe you could do well, it no. where if you're looking at a mirror to the side, like you don't see the effect. You only see it if you're looking head on.
1: Okay. I
2: get that. Yeah. Kind of like a, kind of like a lenticular or like an old school, yeah. like flat screen TV. You know how yeah. you, if you looked at it from the side, it was just black. And then yes. if you move to the front, you can see the picture, yes, if they had a filter on those somehow that you could only see it from straight on, then it would it would work.
1: I like it, I like it, and we've officially made it through the entire mansion
2: yeah are you are you changing anything about the exit, the up ramp and the the mini ghost bride? um I hadn't Which thought I, about making any I changes love there that little thing, I think it's so cool,
1: yeah. I, I hadn't thought about making any changes there, but if I had to think of one right now, it would probably be to add names to the the, the wall of graves that they have there mm-hmm. because they have a bunch of mm-hmm. tombs there, and mm-hmm. I would probably add the names of the husbands and stuff like that so that, okay. again, it fully brings you full circle to what the story kind of ties yeah. into. Yeah, Um, yeah. I love Little Leota, or yeah, Yeah. or the Imagineers, like yeah. But yeah, Little Leota is just pretty awesome.
2: Oh, is it? Is it Leota? Is that who it is?
1: It's Little Leota. Yeah.
2: Okay, Mm -hmm. I never really understood who that character was supposed to be. I don't think. Yeah, I just like Leota. I just like her. I think she's great. Um, The only other thing that I would add here is, you know, like the other great e-ticket attraction in New Orleans Square, you exit into an appropriate shop. Uh, and I yes. think we need that in <laughs> New Orleans Square. And so that area between the mansion and the Splash Mountain queue, there's that whole area back there that there's a lot of area there. And that queue, I never see that queue reaching to that point anymore. Like it just doesn't. And I think that whole area needs to be reconfigured. Um We need to have a haunted mansion shop. Whether or not you call it Memento Mori or you come up with something new, I would love to see... Like, and you can incorporate it to look like it's just another building on the property, like a greenhouse or like a gardener's shed of, the, you know, an old property. Like, I don't know if you guys watched um, The Haunting of Bly Manor, but there's like this cool little on-site chapel that's there that would be really yeah. creepy, like something like that. But it's just basically you exit and you turn left and you can walk right into the Haunted Mansion store and you can purchase your Haunted Mansion Everything there. Yeah. Um, because I think it's weird that it's kind of in this, they've got a little cart there, but then they've got this little satellite location over by um, 21 Royal. Like, I don't know. It just, there needs to be a substantial permanent Haunted Mansion spot because everybody wants Haunted Mansion merch and it just needs <laughs> to happen. And I yeah. think that's a great place to put it. And I think we could add in that spot more prop work including more of Rolly's weird ideas. And I think in there would be a great spot for that aquarium. Kind of like um, what we see in uh, Batu in the shops there. Like you get up close and personal with cages with animals in them and like weird jars with animated things in them. You know what I'm talking about? And I think in Mm -hmm. a store setting, if you could get up close to a weird aquarium with ghost fish in it, that would be amazing.
1: I mean... I, I love that idea because at the end of the exit for the mansion, you have to go through those turnstiles to finally exit. So instead uh, they
2: removed of, those actually the turnstiles. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, oh I,
1: yeah.
0: It's just an yeah. open
2: walkway now. I don't remember that. Yeah. But okay, it, cool. It happened. Yeah. Well, in Disneyland time, because it's been no time happening, but in Disneyland time it happened very recently as to the last time I went. Oh, ah, okay. well So maybe towards the end of 2019 sometime they did it.
1: Well, either way, you still have to walk left, right, to exit mm-hmm. that area. What if instead you walk right into the store? Or yeah. no, you're walking right to exit, but you walk left to enter the store. And instead of calling it Memento Mori, you call it Rolly's Wares or Rolly's Weird Wares or something like that. Or House of Crump or something where you integrate the Museum of the Weird and that store becomes a mini-museum of the weird.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I could get behind that. And then you have Splash
1: Mountain next to it, and there you go.
2: Well, I mean, I think you can also create a barrier. You know, they've got a row of cypress trees right now that kind of serves that a little bit, but you could put up another row of cypress trees or some other like Giant Hedge to kind of um, mirror the hedges that may be in the, the hedge maze that we've got in our park queue area. Um, there's lots of things to incorporate. Plus, everything they're going to be doing with Splash is going to be making it more thematically consistent with New Orleans because they're changing it to Princess and the Log. and Princess and uh, the Log? Yeah, <laughs> and is that the official
1: name? Is that what we're going with No, no Princess in the I just,
2: I just made that up because I like it. Uh, Let's do it. I do too. Uh, and so I think it's it's gonna flow a little better. I'm sure they're gonna have like moss covered cypress trees up on that hill. Now uh, it's gonna look more Bayou esque, more southern than it yeah. does right now, uh, or more particularly that type of southern because so- obviously Song of the South is southern. Um, But you get what I'm saying. I, yeah. I think that's going to be less of an issue because I think Critter Country, if it remains Critter Country, is going to be much more of an extension of New Orleans Square than it is currently. And so I'm not as worried about that transition. So I just think that it, as much as Nightmare Before Christmas needs its own standalone attraction, Haunted Mansion needs its own on-site permanent store. Yeah.
0: Yep.
1: Agreed.
2: And that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> <Did> well, <laughs> that's it.
1: That is armchair imagineering for the haunted mansion. Uh, I mean, your thoughts. It's been <laughs> it's been a long road with this two part episode, and uh, it, this is the first time I think that we've ever tackled uh, an attraction like this, and it was super fun. Yeah for us to do it
2: like oh my gosh this was such a great way to kick off the year because i had so much fun just first of all coming up with the ideas but then i just love it when we get together and we start like bouncing ideas off of each other and just letting them explode with creativity and just i mean this was (laughs) this was a blast I, i agree i love it i agree
1: Well, we want to hear your thoughts now. So join the conversation over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or on the Discord server. Make sure that you head to the blog post for this episode so that you can join the Discord server. Uh, And if you have any ideas, we'd love to hear them. Let's spark up a conversation and let's Armchair Imagineer together. Uh, It's like Gavin said, it's super fun when we can get together and just blow these ideas out. And it's a great creative exercise. But at the same time, it's a really fun way to pass the time. So uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts. We'd love to hear your ideas that's going to wrap it up. Let us know how you felt about a two part episode and whether or not we should do more like this in the future. Any final thoughts on the mansion before we end this episode?
2: I wish I was a happy haunt right now. Uh, It's definitely one of the things I miss most about Disneyland, as I know both of you do as well. Um, Gosh, this got me so excited, but it got me so ready to go back to the park. (laughs) I know. I'm right there with you.
3: Right there with you.
0: Same, same.
1: All right. That's going to wrap it up. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone.
0: Bye.